When you're an American Express Platinum Card member, don't be surprised if you say things like, Chef, what course are we on? I've, I've lost count. Or, shoot that, shoot that! And even, checkout's not until four, so. Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants, elevated experiences at live events, and 4 p.m. late checkout at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. This is Tracy V. Wilson from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a Corolla built just for you. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. This is the Lombardi Line with former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now here is your host, Stormy Bonatoni, on VSIN, the sports betting network. Hello, hello. Happy Thursday. Welcome into the Lombardi Line presented by BetMGM alongside Michael Lombardi. I'm Stormy Bonantoni. And on a lot of our listeners' calendars, Michael, this is a holiday. Yeah. It is opening day in Major League Baseball. Everybody loves it. I mean, what better day? I mean, it's a six-month journey, so it's a long, (laughs) long way to go here. But, you know, we need that kid from Sandlot. What what is his name? Uh, What was the big, the chubby kid? Oh, uh, uh, Patrick, Patrick Renner plays him, but when he yells, we should have talked ball, about this earlier. I would have looked it up. I can't remember off the top of my yeah, head. Ham. But... His name was Hambone. Yeah, Ham. Play ball, you know, and uh, it, to me, I, I can't stop. That movie, if that movie's on, I'm watching. Have you seen that movie? Of course. Yes, oh, you're killing me, Smalls. But it's the best when he <laughs> goes it. through all the different ways to say Babe Ruth, the Sultan of SWAT. The... <laughs> it's great. So good. I, I watch it all the time. But. To me, it's 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 a it's really an exciting day because you you know people that love the sport, you know they get to watch it. You know when I was a kid growing up, it was huge. You know I I grew up a Yankee fan, so it was because in New Jersey where I lived, you could get the Yankees, you could get the Mets, and mm-hmm. you could get the Phillies. So you get all those three teams on cable, so it was fun. And you get to listen to the the teams. And the Yankees weren't great when I was growing up, but they eventually got better when I went to college. So yeah, it was fun. Who do you root for? I root for the Padres mostly. I have this weird thing with my baseball allegiances. And so I like the Padres a lot because I lived in San Diego for a number of years. I would go to games and like that. It makes you a fan when you can go to the games as much as possible. But my dad was drafted by the Cubs back in the day. Oh, wow. You were a cubby. And so I was. But then, so this is why it's all jacked up because the Cubs and Cardinals hate each other. And my dad played in both systems. And so I would always just be like, oh, the Cardinals are on. My dad played like as a little kid. And so I would root for them. And then it just gets really strange that I'm, I basically have allegiances for three teams. And my fiance is a Braves fan. So when, whenever the Padres are out of the postseason in previous years, then I root for the Braves. So it's a whole thing. I mean, and it's so good because like, even though I don't watch much baseball and I'm not into it, my career in sports really started because of baseball, because me and this kid, Danny Reynolds, and Michael Sonino played Stratomatic Baseball every single day. We played in the <laughs> Babe Ruth League, but we would play. We got this game, Stratomatic, and we would play every – I mean, we literally wore out my my mother's dining room uh, furniture. I mean, literally, we would play from 8 in the morning until 4 in the morning. We would just play all day long and just roll the dice and play the game cards, and I got fat infatuated with – how to build a team, how to draft a team, all those elements that that we played that summer. The only time we would ever go, to, we, and literally, we lived on the beach, and this is the summer. 
and we wouldn't even go to the beach. Now, if Linda Boss Michelle was in her bikini, we would run down there and see her, but we would come back. <laughs> That's that great. was the only time we yeah. would do it. You know, I, I was a big like wiffle ball home run champ, home run derby type thing. Like we would do that in the front yard all day, every day in the summertime here in Vegas, even though it's like scalding hot outside. <laughs> We're just wiffle ball cranking them out. It's nothing like a good. It's the best. Ball game. It's the best time. And also here at Circa, so this is pretty interesting about. 10 or 15 minutes, we're going to have one of the best the Major League Baseball oh, yeah. so pitchers of all time join us. Greg Maddox is going to be in studio with us. He is throwing out a ceremonial first pitch here at the Circus Sportsbook. Derek, only Derek Stevens and Mike. I mean, this is so good. Such a great promotion. I mean, it's so good. I love it. I love that we're going to start it off the season. And the, there's a there's a kind of a, a sense of alignment here in the book here, you know, considering all the things that are going on with the tournament. And we still got a lot of football news covering, but it's great. I love it. I'm curious to ask him when he comes on. That's a pretty thin uh, little uh, display down there. I don't he's going to have a problem, Stormy. <laughs> yeah, I don't, he's kind of known I, for his command. Yeah, I so, don't think this is going to be like Anthony Richardson's workout down in Florida. I don't think he's going to miss some throws here. Although Femi was already, you know, Femi's already on the Anthony Richardson train. So we'll see how that goes. His pro day uh, coming today. up a little bit later on. I think yeah, we're going to learn hours. a lot today. You know, I think we're going to get, uh, it'll be interesting, the buzz that comes out of Gainesville, you know, uh, after he does. Because everything he does athletically is going to be marvelous. I mean, it's going to be re really incredible. That's the one of the advantages. When I go to the University of Arizona, I, I, I go into their to the recruiting room and we start watching some of the recruits that they're looking at, and I start talking about them. And then I'll t I'll tell the Matt Darty, the recruiting coordinator, I'll say, throw on Sam Darnold's high school tape or throw on Anthony Richardson, and it's kind of fun to watch these guys. Mm -hmm. Like Zach Wilson's brother Isaac Wilson is coming out next year. It looks just like Zach Wilson the way he throws the ball. So it's kind of interesting to watch these guys go back. And when Richardson was, he was on high school tape. My lord, was he sensational, you know? And 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 he struggled with complete passes, but his athletic dominance was so great. It was r remarkable to see. For these pro days, like the big difference is. These coaches and different staff members can come up and like say, "Hey, do this, do this," right? No, Versus, they really they can't. Don't? No, so the pro day by the player is orchestrated by the. It's player. fully scripted. It's fully scripted. He's in complete control. You can try to modify it a little bit, but not too much. Now, if you go to Florida and say, "Anthony, we need to work you out on our own," then it's on you, and we're going to do it privately. We'll do it at a high school field in town, or we'll do it here. But, you know, this is what we'll do. And you can then script that yourself. Okay, that's interesting because I don't know why. Like, my perception of a pro day was they have everything planned that they're going to do. They lay it out. And then you have the option to be like, okay, that was great. Can you do this? But they can't no, do that. No, the, okay. the, the, the quarterback, whoever is in charge of the player, whether it's his quarterback coach, whether it's, you know, his, his agents hired a quarterback coach, that person runs the workout. And they get the receivers and they do the drills. Now they'll say at the end, is there anything else you guys want to see? Okay, you can get it. But but that's it. Now, you know, with Richardson being where he is, it's going to be interesting who devotes the most time to spending with the kid, mm -hmm. right? Who's spent, who took him to dinner last night? Who spent time with him this morning? Like, that's really going to be. Now, what will happen is he'll start flying. Richardson will will probably log a lot of miles in the next month, in the next two weeks, fly into teams. Because they're going to want to sit him on a, sit him down in their offices. They're going to want to really get to know him, and they want to put him on a on a blackboard. They want to talk about the Florida tape, and they want to see how he talks about their team. If this exact player was coming out in, let's say, 2010, so prior to Josh Allen being drafted, prior to some of these other quarterbacks that have come out that have kind of like that prototypical body, or somebody like Josh Allen specifically, who can run, and has improved the accuracy. Where would he go in a draft? Well, I mean, remember Cordell Stewart? Yeah. Right? I mean, they called him Slash, right? I mean, Cordell isn't quite as big as as Anthony Richardson, and but he had that same kind of athleticism at the position. You know, and I, what, what did Cordell go in the third round? You know, I, I've got it right here. I mean, he went, you know, went in the second round, he went the 60th pick overall. So, you know, but we have changed. This isn't a knock on... Cordell or a knock on we have become a six back offense I mean look Daniel Jones at the Giants is not a pro typical drop back passer they need to get him involved in the run game to help their offense six back offense 
Jalen Hurts, if he had to play in a West Coast offense, he would not be. It's his ability to be the generator of the run game that allows him to be able to do the things he does in the passing game. So there, we have we have kind of morphed into an offensive system that is more in tune to the player that plays today. I get why some teams could like him because when he is on Michael, he is dynamic. He is a freakish athlete. He is so talented. Like I continue to think back of that very first game last season Against when Utah. Florida played Utah. Yeah, and he was just, like everybody's saying. Like his Heisman's odds, how much did they move after that game? I mean, I thought he'd. I said, um, when I first saw him, I said, this kid's going to be the first overall pick in the draft. This is when he was splitting time with the kid that transferred to Arizona State. You know, I, I kept saying, he's, you know, because you just see this uniqueness in his mm-hmm. athletic skills. But you're right, there's no consistency. It's just, yeah, it's just the lack of consistency. He's like the, he's like, I mean, for lack of a better, he's like a, the golfer that can hit the ball a million yards, but not always in the fairway. Yep. Um, something else that I wanted to make sure we touched on real quickly that came out of the the meetings that have been going on in Arizona was the Titans general manager, Ryan Carthen, said that those reports about them shopping Derrick Henry were, were not happening, called them erroneous. Yeah, I, I mean, I, 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 I doubt if, you know, like, look, why would they? They've built their team around it. They can't change who they are without Henry. Right, like Henry is their foundation. If they remove Henry, then that offensive line, which can't pass protect, is really vulnerable. And then Ryan Tannehill becomes more vulnerable than he already is. So, like, if you remove the core belief mm-hmm. of who they are, how do you how do you function? Like, th- their problem is going to be transferring from Henry to another player because he's so unique. I mean, Henry's one of those guys that I I missed on completely coming out in the draft because. For me, Henry was a point of entry back. And what that means is you needed to feed him into the hole, right? You needed to feed him into the hole to get him going. And I felt like if anybody would redirect him or make him have to change direction laterally, he was going to struggle. And and the outside zone, did he have enough speed to get there? So he's proven all that wrong. Now he still struggles when you get into the when you make him redirect. But his unique power and his unique ability to shrug off would-be tacklers yeah. is so dominant. He has that bulldozing quality. Yeah. Just can get anybody off of him, can get through anything. Anything. And he and then he can pick up speed quicker than you than I anticipated him coming out. So he was a, to me, he was a great learning experience for me. The power of him. But you can't change the Titans offense now. It's just crazy to think of the Tennessee team that was, you know, a one seed two years ago and then this past season falls off a cliff with seven straight losses to end the season. Well, like, I mean, that's why John Robinson doesn't have a job. I mean, look at their drafts. Look at all the players they missed on. Look at the decisions they've made on some guys, you know. And then, look, the A.J. Brown, tra- the, the a. Brown trade was a disaster because he gave away a really good player to get a guy who's not as good and not as ready to play and his quarterback needs a yards after the catch receiver, and that's what A.J. Brown was. Over, really, at the end of the day, probably $5 million. We'll get to plenty of NFL a little bit later. This is an NFL show, but it is opening day. We have Greg Maddox coming up Can't next. Uh, Mike Palm is going to be on the show. Will Hill, Mike Somich, also Sean Merriman a little bit later as well. A jam-packed rock star guest list today. So stay with us on the Lombardi line. We're going to step aside, but back in a moment. This is Visa and the Sports Betting Network. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying Cal's a bust. He can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That's my first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, Demarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be my my (laughs) day. 
There's plenty to celebrate in March and Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. What up, everyone? It's Lunchbox from the Bobby Bone Show, and I'm here to tell you the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get you anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. This is the Lombardi Line with former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now here is your host, Stormy Bonatoni, on VSEN, the sports betting network. It's time to download Nevada's premier sports betting app, BetMGM Sports. BetMGM has all your favorite wagering options, along with in-game betting, boosted odds, specials, and more. Download BetMGM, the app today, and stop by any MGM casino on the Strip with your state-issued ID to open up an account, and you can start placing sports bets from anywhere in Nevada. Whatever your sport, whatever your betting style, you're going to love BetMGM's state-of-the-art technology and fan-friendly specials every day of the week. Visit BetMGM for terms and conditions. Must be 21 or older and physically located in Nevada. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. Welcome back into the Lombardi line where we are welcomed live by one of the greatest pitchers of all time. Greg Maddox joins us. Four-time Cy Young winner, 18 Golden Gloves. Uh, Your resume speaks for itself, but what people might not know is also Valley High School. Yeah. Valley High School here in Vegas. here in Vegas, absolutely. Uh... My dad got stationed here in 76. He was out at Nellis and uh, lived here ever since. So awesome. when you started here at Valley High, did you always have this incredible accuracy with the ball in your hand? Because in football, right, what Bill Walsh used to say, you can't improve accuracy. Like a quarterback's ability to throw the ball. Brett Favre has this great line. Brett Favre says a lot of guys can throw the ball through a door. Some guys can hit the doorknob, but the great ones can hit the keyhole, throw it through the keyhole. <laughs> you can throw it through the keyhole. Did you have that at a young age? I, I had pretty good, pretty good control at a young age, but uh, that was you spend your whole career trying to improve on that. And uh, uh, I learned at a very young age, at in high school, that uh, uh, it's all about movement and location. It's not about velocity. And uh, it's a little different nowadays. I understand it with uh, the track man and and the spin rates and all that. But back then, it, it was about. It was about being able to locate your fastball with movement and have the ability to change speeds. It's the same thing with quarterbacks. We all get a, a, just go crazy over the quarterback who can throw the ball the farthest. But the guy who can control the ball on third and six and has to make the perfect throw is the best one. Montana, you would watch Montana throw, and I watched him. You know, it wasn't wow, but he threw the ball like you to the perfect spot all the time. Yeah, I mean, uh, he got it done, yeah. Absolutely. And he had Jerry Rice, too, so that helped. <laughs> he sure did. <laughs> you're uh, you're here today at Circa because you're throwing out a ceremonial first pitch for mm-hmm. opening day. I was I was I made a little joke earlier. It's like, hey, the 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 stadium, the little thing that you have to stand on there. It's a little bit a little bit tight. How's the command? How you feeling? Well, uh, <laughs> I know I looked at that and I'm hoping I don't fall off of it. But, uh, uh, I'm sure it'll be a very. A very short delivery. <laughs> no, that's awesome. But you and Josh Towers out mm-hmm. there getting everybody set for opening day. I didn't realize this, and it's so cool to me. The first time since 1968 that every team is actually playing and having their opening day at the same time. Yeah, I saw that. Uh, it should be a fun day. should be a lot of fun. I remember back in the day, it seemed like the Reds always opened up yeah. before the season started, and uh, everybody else played the following day. But uh uh, I'm looking forward to watching the game today. It should be a lot of fun, especially with all the new rules going on. With, with snow coming down in Cincinnati, too. I always could see that, <laughs> you know. So 
Opening day, you got 162, right? We we all in football we talk about you get the, it's the next play, it's the next play. What's the baseball player's mentality? Is it just the next inning or the next game? When you got 162 facing you and six months, like that's a long journey. Yeah, it really is. I think really, honestly, it's one pitch at a time. Yeah. I mean, uh, uh, there's always a saying, you know, before the game starts, hey, biggest game of the year, you know, and you say that 162 times. And uh, but once the game starts, you, you really take it one pitch at a time. You mentioned the, the new rules and the pitch clock being a big part mm-hmm. of it. Like, how much is this going to change the game in your eyes? Like, if you are a pitcher getting ready to go, how much does that impact you? Uh, not at all. I think the really? pitchers and hitters will be fine with it. I think the uh, uh, they've done it for the last month and a half down in spring training. Uh, there's not a lot, not a lot of complications with it. I think uh, the biggest part's going to be uh, the shifts. I think uh, the pitchers' disengagements. They can only throw over the first twice now for each hitter. If the you know the third time's a balk, unless they record an out. And uh, I'm interested to see how the managers. Uh, how their strategy is going to be when they get bases loaded or first and third and and the pitcher does have one disengagement and are they going to try to draw another one and uh i think you have a chance to maybe see a few more box called this year and you know hopefully you don't see it with a guy on third but i think teams are going to try to try to get that sooner or later down you know you in your career you threw so you threw a lot of innings today you know there are, everybody's on a pitch count could you imagine some, a manager going out to gibson in the seventh inning and telling him he was coming out of a game with i mean yeah. could you even imagine that like, it, it it wouldn't happen no you, <laughs> could, you couldn't imagine it uh uh it, it, it is it, it is different now you know i think uh uh did I you think, feel like your arm was impacted by it? I mean, you're a perfect. I mean, you got better as the years went on. I mean, it, yeah. you, you ran it. Your lower body stayed the same. Like, are we making too much of this pitch count when guys like Gibson were throwing for? I mean, how, you look at the one season he had like like twenty nine inning games or whatever. Yeah, it's just if you look through the generations of baseball, I think the guys before us were throwing three hundred plus innings, and we were taught to throw, you know, two thirty, two forty. And now it's down to 180. So I think that's just kind of the way the game's, you know, gone over the last 50 years. And uh, bullpens are better now. I think staffs are deeper. Uh, uh, and you're not going to see, you know, 250 innings again. You know, you might see a few guys clip 200 innings this year, but I'm sure it'll be less than a handful. For spring training, I know you're out there assisting with the Rangers. DeGrom's going to be making his debut today with the new squad. Um, what did you see from him and expectations going into the season? Well, from him, I mean, to me, best pitcher in baseball. Really? He's healthy. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, Nolan Ryan with command. I mean, it, it's just the things he can do with the baseball is pretty special. I know uh, uh, talking about the quarterbacks earlier, you know, a lot of guys can throw 102, 103, but he's the guy with that pinpoint command that, that you were talking about earlier. He uh, commands the baseball as well as anybody, and he does it at you know, very high velocity. It's amazing. Nolan Ryan never won a Cy Young. I mean, how is that even possible, right? I mean, he never won. I, he never won a Cy Young. It's like ridiculous. Talk about your charity. We know you have a yeah. poker tournament coming up. T- tell everybody about what you're You've involved. You've got the with shirt now. on, the Baller Dream yeah, Foundation. Yeah, yeah sporting the shirt. Yeah, the Baller Dream Foundation. It's a, a charity that helps uh, young adults, older kids uh, with cancer, uh, raise money for them to uh, do special trips for them and give them some enjoy, an, an enjoyable week of life. And uh, uh, my daughter Paige runs the foundation. It's, uh, we've supported it now for about two or three years and uh, just like to give back, really. Yeah. Uh, fortunate enough to give back, happy to give back. And we're gonna run a poker tournament, gonna have a lot of guys I played with in the past here and uh, should be a lot of fun. You know, I always, uh, there's so many stupid bets people make. And so when they have these stupid bets that they make, you know, they all think they're going to make. And I always call it a St. Jude's play because you're just better off giving the money to St. Jude's than making that <laughs> stupid bet. So I'll start to do the baller dream bet. We'll, we'll transfer over. We'll try to split it up a little bit because there's a lot of dumb bets that would be better yeah. off giving to you than they would be making these things happen. Well, we definitely appreciate it. <laughs> and, uh, I'll, I'll start hitting I've that I've been hard. guilty of making some of those bets at times. <laughs> well, there's some. <laughs> the one year Mitchell Trubisky for MVP was a, was a, would, would have been a, <laughs> Great love MVP Mitch. Yeah, I mean, that was the dumbest bet of all time.
But no, um, you're going to have like a full weekend here, though, uh -huh. for it. So it's April 28th through the 30th. Mm -hmm. um, be up at Legacy Club, which is a beautiful rooftop bar um, that's here at Circa. And $2,500 for a single ticket to the celebrity event. But that gives you a buy-in, 10,000 chips up at Legacy Club. So yeah. anybody who wants to get out here, make sure you come uh, April 28th through the 30th again um, here at Circa Resort and Casino. And it's one of those things where... Everybody knows someone who's been impacted by cancer, but when it's kids and when it's mm -hmm. younger people, it's that much harder to deal with. So it's really, really great what you guys are doing. Well, thank you. We're, we're happy to do it. We're happy to raise money for the charity, and we're looking forward to a great event. So how did you get teamed up with, with Derek Stevens and Mike Palm and the crew here at Circa? Well, uh, I'll blame my daughter on that one. But uh, <laughs> uh, my daughter Paige runs the foundation. She hooked it up, and... Uh, uh, she's done great work for the charity and other charities in the past and uh, uh, happy to help out a family member, my daughter. And uh, Circa's pretty cool. It's nice yeah. down here. Not too uh, shabby. If, uh, if you like sports, this is definitely a place to be. And uh, uh, it's a great way to spend the afternoons watching TV. Yeah, there's no doubt. There, there's no way there's a better place to watch yeah. games, especially out at the stadium swim. Whenever this, I mean, you've lived here your whole life. Is this weather? Like, I, I started my career here, but this weather is ridiculous. Yeah, it's terrible. Uh, I heard it's the coldest since 73, I think I heard uh, oh the other day. So uh, It's my fault because I came uh, here for two months. That's yeah. right. You can I'll still play golf, though. It's still warm enough to play golf. <laughs> We've got about a minute left here. Can the Braves get back to the World Series this year? It doesn't look like they have many holes in that lineup or uh, the rotation. 100%. You know, the Braves are always going to contend. It's a great organization, and uh, uh, they pitch, they hit, they play defense. They do everything you need to do to contend, and, uh, uh, you know, Real easy to root for the Braves. Yeah, I can do that. There's no doubt. It's You know, Al Davis used to say this all the time. You have two great pitchers. Don't trade them for a hitter. Get another great pitcher. I think that's true. That's one of the things the Braves have. They've always had that. Yeah, absolutely. That defense wins championships, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I have a weird feeling that um, you're not going to be too nervous down there for the ceremonial first pitch. But yeah. thank you oh, so much no. for doing this. We appreciate it. Well, Opening you. day. Greg Maddox, everybody. Right. Thanks thank for you. doing this. Have fun appreciate out there. It. Thank you. We will be right back with more Lombardi Line on Visa and the Sports Betting Network. Stick around. This is the Lombardi Line with former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now here is your host, Stormy Bonatoni, on VSIN, the sports betting network. Get everything you need to bet on baseball this season with 24-7 streaming, daily best bet emails, including advice, data, and strategy for just $19. Our experts are also getting ready for golf's first major of the year at Augusta. This year's upcoming Masters betting guide will break down every golfer in the field, plus futures bets and matchups. Become a VSIN Pro subscriber today for just $19 at vcin.com slash subscribe. Are you Michael, betting golf? Are you going to play golf? Are you gonna I'm going to play the Masters. Of course you are, aren't you? Of course, I yeah, I'll get... I, I love that about you, Stormy. There's nothing that... You, you're going to bet <laughs> everything. I love that. I'm I a mean... big event gal in any sport, right? Because even if it's sports that you don't typically watch during the regular season, uh, like who doesn't love playoff anything or major or event anything? Who doesn't love the Masters? I yes. mean, who doesn't love it's the Masters? It's Augusta Ma National. I mean, so good. Tradition unlike any other. Also, I thought you would appreciate my dad texts me and said, just remember the home run you hit off me as a little kid with the wiffle ball, and if you'd get too, you know, cocky, as they say, he'd drill me, he'd beam me with the wiffle ball. So. He brushed you back. <laughs> Meanwhile, we got a guest coming on. We can't brush back because he's, I mean, he had this shot. He called the shot of the tournament right here, my man. Yes, so the opening act for... Will Hill, for Greg, Greg Maddox. Maddox. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> so, Will Hill, welcome into the program. At not the Will Hill on Twitter. The Circa uh, College Hoops Contest victor tries to keep it rolling in the NCAA tournament, which you have. Like, the call on FAU to the Final Four still can't get enough of it, Will. How are you today? Uh, I mean, I was a little better before I knew I was coming on after Maddox. I would have called out sick or something. That's like going on after Springsteen. This is a, a tough act yeah. to follow, but that uh -huh. was uh, that was fascinating to listen to. I'm shocked how much Lombardi knows about baseball. He doesn't talk about it, you know, pretty much all year. And he got a guest on, and he's Mr. Baseball. It's amazing how he can just, uh, you know, uh, whip out the baseball knowledge at a moment's notice. You know, I grew up loving baseball. I just kind of fell apart. And like I said, my career was impacted by baseball. So I kind of do... You know, if we went back and played this the Stratomatic game, I, I could probably still do that. But no, I mean, it, it's an all to be here, as you know, uh, Will, to, to see the, a guy, you know, when you look at Greg Maddox, you don't you think, oh, my gosh, the guy is so perfect and precise with the ball. 
and his competitive nature and, and the way he described how he played, I thought it was great. You know, it's fun to be around. It's always good to be around great players, and I'm sure he could probably go over every single game that he went through. And I want to give a little credit, too. Um, he mentioned in the commercial break the high school coach here in Las Vegas. Mr. Meters was the the man who he learned all of that, too, that it's not just about velocity but ball placement. And, well, um, you do have some baseball plays today. You're getting in on the opening day action. What do you got for us? I played the Rangers. Uh, Maddox was talking about DeGrom. I totally agree. When he's healthy, he's still the best pitcher. Um, and, look, people are down on him. He hasn't pitched a lot the last two years, but it seems like he's healthy. You got an improved Texas team behind him. I think you got a guy like Seager who lost more hits to the shift than anyone last year. So I think he'll have a big year. I'm a little down on Philly, too. I think their run to the World Series has gotten them a little overvalued. This is still a team that finished in third place by a wide margin last year. Harper's out. Hoskins is out for the year. I think Philly's a little overvalued. I think the Rangers are a little undervalued. So I uh, I played DeGrom here, minus 130. I, I bet a few games. I am taking a little bit easier. Even, I, even I'm taking a little bit easier, which I don't like to do. There's so many new rule changes with the shift, the pitch clock. Got to see a little bit here. Got to see a few cards before I really go in with both fists, but I did play uh, play Texas here. One other one, a bonus one that's about to start in like a half hour. I did play Na- uh, the Braves team total over four and a half against Corbin for the Nationals. Corbin has complete, been completely washed up for a couple of years. I don't know how he's their opening day starter. So Rangers and then Braves team total over mm. four and a half. Uh, so let's just talk broad strokes here. Like what is your strategy betting baseball from a broader sense? Are you, are you betting pitchers? Are you betting you, you betting matchups. I mean, what is your philosophy? Because we know in betting baseball, right, Stormy? You, it, it's a, like the season, it's an ongoing. It's not like the NFL where you can have a great weekend and feel like, okay, that's over, right? This baseball is kind of all the time. What's your general strategy? Pitchers. Pitchers are a big thing for me. But, I mean, early in the year, you really got to be careful because not a lot of these pitchers are stretched out. You're going to – I mean, pitchers don't go deep into games – Throughout the season, it's really, uh, you know, exaggerated that first week. You're going to see some of these pitchers go three, four, five innings, you know, 80 pitch counts, 75, 90, you know, something like that pitch counts where you're not going to see a lot of these guys throw 100 pitches. So it almost becomes three different games. You got the starter going maybe four innings, then relievers, middle innings, then the back of the bullpen. So it's a lot of bullpens, maybe just play first five. So uh, there's a lot of uncertainty with that, with the new rules. It's cold here on the East Coast. I know, Lombardi, you uh, you fled town, but it's like 40 degrees here. It's not easy to hit when it's 40 degrees, so right. that's another factor here in the handicap as I well. I mean, who doesn't remember growing up as a kid playing baseball in the East and you go out there and your hands, when you hit the ball, your <laughs> hands were so cold. You're, I could still feel it in my hands. So The yeah. sting of the metal bat, it really is nasty. <laughs> well, we didn't have metal bats spot. when I was growing up. Well, we just had we had wood bats at that time, and that hurt even more, but – it's not nicer out here either. I brought bad weather to Vegas, so it's all it's all a poor Stormy. She's paying a price for it. But, yeah, I, I do think that's right. It's hard, you know, and, and yeah. baseball is such a long sport. you gotta got to get into it first, right? Would you recommend, Will, for, like, let's say there are some newer bettors out there. This is going to be their first time trying to bet daily baseball throughout the course of the season. Like, do you recommend just honing in on a couple of divisions or specific teams that you know you're going to want to watch? Like, is there anything like that that can help people? You'd probably do better if you just focused on a couple teams and you knew the ins and the outs of the bullpens, you know, who's hot in the lineup, who's pitching well. Most people don't want to do that. They want to bet, you know, for fun or they want to bet all 30 teams. But if you want to just hone in on two or three, you know, the fewer the better. I always said this with college basketball, and I I don't stick to this, but if you want to just bet on the Ivy League, you probably get pretty good bet in the Ivy League. So, I think that's a, a good idea to probably specialize as much as you can and just focus on you know a handful of teams and go from there. Okay, well, let's get to some college hoops here. Joined by VEASAN's own Will Hill. And um, let's talk about these hoo-hoo owls. Um, <laughs> do you think that they're going to get it done against my Aztecs this week? They're getting two. Earmuff, Stormy, earmuff. Ah, I, I knew it. I, I knew it. I think, I think it's a toss-up game. I think it'll be a good game. A couple things that wor- would worry me if I were you, Stormy, as an SDSU grad is – Opponents against San Diego State are shooting 17% from three in this tournament. Now, I know a lot of it is their length. They're good defensively in terms of their scheme. They guard the perimeter. But at some point, somebody's going to hit some shots from the perimeter. And believe it or not, Florida Atlantic, with this great Cinderella run, they haven't shot it great from three. They they did get hot against Tennessee, but I think they're 29%, 30% from the line. And they've turned the ball over a ton, which was driving me absolutely crazy on Saturday. They're up four at the half. Probably should have been up 12 or 13 but I think Florida Atlantic is going to going to make some threes here. 
I just love this team. They got all four guys can handle the ball. They're good on offense. They're good on defense. I've seen San Diego State a few times this year get stuck. I remember there was a Boise State game where they went the last like five or six minutes without scoring a point. Uh, again, I don't think anyone's blowing out anybody. I think it's down to the wire. I just can't go away from my owls here. I think they uh, they go on to the championship game, which is hard to believe. And, and who do you have in that championship game? I mean, how do you break down? No one seems to be wanting to give Miami a chance in the game. They're five-and-a-half-point dogs. But Miami's a good team. I mean, Miami's a tough team. The, the fight back the way they did uh, to get to this game, you know, to beat Texas, how they brought back. I mean, it, it, you think there's any possibility UConn might just think they have this in the bag? Hurley's a pretty, you know, disciplined, hard-nosed coach, so I don't think that would be a factor. I mean, UConn could lose. Anyone can lose. You look at them, and they lost seven games. They finished fourth or fifth in the Big East. Three teams had a better record, and Providence had the same record, so they won a tiebreaker. It's hard to think this team's fourth place in the Big East because you watch them, and it looks like they could, you know, basically beat the the, the 76ers on any given night. Uh, the only chance for Miami is if UConn just gold, goes cold from three. I, I think that's the only way because UConn's so good defensively. They're so long. Um, UConn to me is a team. They're like a football team. They can throw it. They can run it. They can defend the run. They can defend the pass. I do think Miami's a little soft in the post. I think you can expose them down low. Sonogo's be, just become such a great passer on these double teams. So aware of when the double team is coming uh, and when to get rid of it. And I think that'll be a factor. I just think if you're Miami, you got to hope UConn misses some shots. Look, the line's five. It's not 15. It's not impossible that Miami wins this game, but Boy, I'm at the point where I'd be pretty surprised if UConn is not holding up the trophy here Monday night. Uh, you can get them, I think, minus 110, minus 120 to win the whole thing. To me, that's a good bet. I think UConn wins it all. And that was something that we had discussed yesterday on the program, too. It feels like whoever, you, if UConn advances, whoever UConn plays on that other side, whether it's FAU or San Diego State, they should have the significant advantage there. You do have some action in the NIT championship. What you got? Boy, it, it's rare that a team, that two teams in college play each other three times. North Texas and UAB are playing for the fourth time because they played twice in the regular season. Uh, they played in the conference tournament, and now they play again tonight. North Texas won two out of the three. I kind of like North Texas here. I just think they're the much better defensive team. That coach has done really well historically with one day to prepare. Uh, I watched UAB the other night against Utah Valley down there in Vegas. U, UAB did not guard at all. Uh, they were really lucky to sort of win that game, so... I'll take the points here with North Texas. I think they're the better team in terms of defense. I think they're better coach. So I will go with North Texas here. As Conference USA has just dominated March here in all these tournaments. Yeah, it's just me. really unfortunate that two Conference USA teams are going to have to lose within a couple of days of each yeah, other after yeah. they won all these <laughs> exactly. games. Exactly. That's right, Stormy. I mean, how about <laughs> the range of Will Hill? We go follows Maddox. We go to from baseball to college basketball to the NIT. I mean, just really remarkable. Have you made any over bets in the NFL or unders? <laughs> Under five and a half Arizona Cardinals. That's, of course. I, of course, I love it. Of course, yeah, the lowest that. total on the board, and he's taking the under. You'll love to see it. Thanks, Will. You're the best. All right. Thanks, Brad. Well, you, he would be the best. He's kind of mediocre after the FAU play, I got to yeah. tell you. I think the sight lines are going to impact the Owls. I do, too. I, I do, too. I think it's going to impact all the t – I think the unders are in play with that. I'll give you my betting perspective on that game a little bit later, but we have no way or no doubt when we come back on the Lombardi line. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying, Cal's a bust. He can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That my first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> Bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be That's my That's my dance, <laughs> There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex
National Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Hey, Doug Gottlieb here to tell you the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making the now perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new Toyota truck, like a rugged half-ton Tundra. Workhorse by nature, powerhouse by design, the Tundra combines the raw capability with premium comfort and advanced tech to fuel your wildest adventures. With the available iForce Max hybrid powertrain, you can take electrifying horsepower further than ever before. Or check out the fully redesigned Tacoma, delivering trail-dominating power and captivating style. The new Tacoma was born to make your off-roading dreams come true. With new available tech, this legendary truck is getting even better. When you buy a Toyota truck, you buy Toyota dependability, meaning your truck will hold its value long into the future. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out the amazing national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. This is the Lombardi Line with former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now here is your host, Stormy Bonatoni, on VSIN, the sports betting network. BetMGM, official sports betting partner of Major League Baseball, is ready to play ball. Log into your account or sign up today and get a $10 bonus bet when you place a $25 wager on any opening day game. Enjoy baseball like never before with BetMGM's daily promotions, boosted odds specials, and parlay selection features at your fingertips all season long. Find out why nothing beats betting on baseball at the king of sportsbooks. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to please play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. 21 years of age or older to wager. New and existing customer offer. All promotions subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable bonus bets. Bonus bets expire seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Offer not available in Mississippi, Nevada, New York, and Washington, D.C. Rolling along here on the Lombardi line alongside Michael Lombardi, Stormy Bonnet and Tony with you, and yeah. it's time for my favorite segment. Uh-oh. No way or no doubt. We need to get like this trademarked or something. It's yeah, fantastic. I didn't realize I said no doubt as much. Elliot's kind of brought this to my attention, so I, I, uh, I guess that's how he turned it into a whole segment. I didn't even realize that, but okay. It's brilliant. So what we're going to do um, for anybody who's joining us for the mm. first time today is we're going to recap some of the biggest news items in the NFL, get Michael's opinion on if it's Reality or not, with no way or no doubt. So we're going to start with uh, how much has been made of Falcons owner Arthur Blank's comments regarding former MVP quarterback Lamar Jackson, especially considering how all-in Atlanta was um, when it comes to the Deshaun Watson sweepstakes a year or so ago. But aside from the different player, different time comments, Blank also said, looking at it objectively, I'd say there's some concern over how long he can play this style of game. Hopefully a long time, but he's missed five, six games each of the last two years. Each game counts a lot in our business. So, Michael, no way or no doubt Lamar Jackson's style of play should be a concern for NFL teams looking to trade him and sign that long-term extension with guaranteed money. Well, there should be no way that it should be because you can modify how he plays and you can certainly coach him to kind of change. This is not – he's not running. I don't know what what league, what game Arthur went to, but – he he owns the Falcons, and so he went to 17 Falcons games. His quarterback was running the six-back offense. So I don't understand like how he can say his style of play isn't conducive to staying healthy when he runs the offense that runs the quarterback. Like that's what he. Now I know he doesn't know what he was watching, but that's what he was watching. So everything Blank said the other day is complete nonsense. Complete nonsense. First of all. I, you know, durability is important. You were going to sign Deshaun Watson. He was going to miss a year. How is that important? You know, we, we don't want a quarterback with – we want a quarterback on a rookie contract. You were going to sign Deshaun Watson and pay him all the money. The only reason he's in Cleveland is because they gave him that deal. Like, nothing he said made sense. And he runs a six-back offense with Arthur Smith. And if Ritter plays this year, he's going to run the ball in a six-back offense. So why would he condemn Lamar Jackson when he's going to do the same thing in his team? And also, I think Lamar Jackson is a better passer than he's given credit way for. Way better. Way better passer. And if you look at his numbers, Lamar Jackson is a very effective passer inside the numbers. Inside the numbers. He's had this label on him 
by Bill Polian and that he's a receiver that nobody seems to want to, even though he's won MVP, nobody seems to want to let it go. Like the guy can throw the ball. Partly Baltimore's fault here because Baltimore doesn't give him yards after the catch receivers. When he had Hayden Hurst and Mark Andrews, he had his best year. Mm -hmm. When he had two tight ends that could control the middle of the field, that's when he had his best season. And that's why um, anybody out there that's betting Ravens futures right now, just just stay off them because without Lamar Jackson, and he does not want to be in Baltimore, he's made that clear. Um, without Lamar Jackson, that team doesn't have a whole lot. I don't think they do either. I, I think even though Stormy. Be very wary. Stormy. I don't know if you're aware of this, but they've gotten A's in every single draft they've ever had in the last five years. All A's. So I don't know how you can criticize them not having a good team. They've gotten A's in every They're draft. They're always getting an A in a draft. They're going to get an A this year. Write it down. Write it down. Write it right down. Now. Okay. Locking it in. Yeah. Baltimore a Ravens. Baltimore. A draft. Okay. This is a day that's ending in Y. So we are not only talking about Lamar Jackson, but we are talking about Aaron Rodgers and the Packers as well. And Jets owner Woody Johnson is, quote, not the patient sort. He says the team remains optimistic about the Rodgers move, but we're anxious, I guess. We look forward. We're optimistic. We have a plan. We're willing to stick with our plan. I don't think anybody is hyperventilating. So, no way or no doubt, the Packers and Jets need to get a deal done for Aaron Rodgers before the NFL draft. No doubt. They do. And, and I said on the pod today that really Woody Johnson has become Philly and Tardo uh, from Sopranos. He's now running it, and he's telling everybody there's no scraps in my scrapbook. I mean, that's really what he's saying. He's all in. I mean, now Femi announced on the pod that since the Kings made the playoffs, this longest streak of a franchise not reaching the playoffs resides with the NY Jets, J-E-T-S, mm -hmm. Jets, 12 years, okay? And I think Woody's tired of going to the clubs in New York, his exclusive clubs, and getting, you know, kind of ridiculed. When's your team going to be any good, Woody? You know, what are you guys doing over there? Woody is in the Leotardo area of there's no scraps in a scrapbook. He's going all in. He's going to make grilled cheese on the radiator. He's going to do whatever he has to do to win. And so, and the only way it benefits the Packers is to happen before the draft. So there is no doubt this will come down before the draft. I just need this compensation thing to be figured out and decided and it's, let's move it, on. It, it's really just, I mean, look, it's for clicks right now. At some point it's going to, it's just a stalemate. I, I would not be surprised in the next 10 days if it didn't get done. At some point, the the reason, you know, once all these workouts get done and you can visualize the player to the pick, right? So the fans here, we're going to get a second round pick for this guy. Well, if you're in the business, you want to know who that player could be. And once you visualize that, you'll have a better – now, it's not going to be worth Rodgers in his prime. We get that, right? Mm -hmm. You're not picking somebody in the second round who's going to be as good as Aaron Rodgers. But you could visualize the player. And Gutekunst did say that the a first-round pick isn't a necessity. But know. I'm sure he wants it. Of course. Of course he does. Uh, 49ers head coach Kyle Shanahan had some interesting comments this week at the NFL owners' meetings with regards to his – Former prize number three overall pick said, I think it's going to be harder for Lance to win the starting quarterback job. Brock played eight games. Trey had that job going into last season. And if he would have played eight games like that, no one else would have been able to come in and beat him out. This is a little bit of a hot take one here. No way or no doubt, Trey Lance has taken his last starting snap for the 49ers. I think there's no doubt that that's happened. He's not wow. going to start anymore. I, I I just think what Kyle said there is really true. I've been saying it. You know, some people voted for Trey Lance for MVP last year in the offseason. I don't know if you're aware of that. Trust uh, me, I was standing on every, like, counter I could to say, please do not waste your money on that bet. I was with I, you, Michael. I, mean, I don't understand. should have given that to the, to, to the ballers team. Boy. You know, I mean, they should have given that money away. <laughs> right? There's another one. So, uh, look, Lance had his chance. And he's not played football in four years. Like, it's just not going to switch on. He's not going to magically become good, you know. And maybe if he goes somewhere else, he could get it back. But I think Darnold starts if, if, if mm -hmm. Purdy doesn't. Because I think Kyle feels comfortable. Remember, your starting quarterback, you want to trust him. You want to trust that he's going to do what you need him to do when you need him to do it, right? And I'm not sure Kyle has ever trusted Lance because he's giving him nothing to trust. Even in the preseason games, he's not looked good. When he played in the game, he got hurt. He wasn't looking good. All of a sudden, the 49er offense took off when Purdy came in.
So I don't think there's a doubt in my mind that that Lance is not going to get that job back again. And that's another one of those players where, like, you look at them and they have the physical tools and you see, you can envision the potential, but there's nothing that he's done on the football field that's given you reason to believe that those steps are going to happen. It's hard to have confidence without evidence with Lance. There's no evidence to have the confidence, so why should we? A guy we have evidence and confidence in, Bryce Young to be the number one overall pick in this year's NFL draft to the Carolina Panthers. However, the betting market does not match that sentiment. So no way or no doubt, the betting market is wrong, and Bryce Young should be the favorite over C.J. Stroud. No doubt the betting market is wrong, because I do believe Bryce Young is the best player in the draft. I do believe he, if he were 6'1", he would be the quarterback. I do believe what, what Frank Wright said the other day about it not being about height is now creating another narrative to help him draft this guy. Now, I'm not saying they're not going to take Stroud, but the best player in the draft, if you're Nick Cesario, you're hoping they take Stroud and you get Bryce Young. I think Bryce Young is the pick. I think after that workout last week, from my sources that were there, the feeling that I got was Bryce Young was going to be the pick. And it was overwhelming. Like, oh, wow, he's wow. He's the real deal. There's nothing other than his height that makes you think he will not work out because there's not a lot of 5'10 quarterbacks playing the NFL. Okay, so I get that. There's a concern. However, great work ethic, incredible instincts, a really good arm, a better arm than most people think. I I think it's a lock. Yeah, the football intelligence is just off the the charts. We are going to take a quick break. When we come back, continue talking some NFL and actually a little MMA because Sean Merriman, three-time Pro Bowl linebacker, is joining us. And he's got his own promotion in mixed martial arts. Cannot wait to learn more about it. Stay with us here on the Lombardi Line. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. When you're an American Express Platinum Card member, don't be surprised if you say things like, Chef, what course are we on? Uh, I've lost count. Or, Shoot that, shoot that! And even... Checkout's not until 4, so... Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants, elevated experiences at live events, and 4 p.m. late checkout at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. 